1: Some say fall is their favorite time of year, and this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible, and don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. All
2: right, let's talk about C.D. Lamb. He had himself a huge day. Uh, on a day that I thought that Dak did not play very good football at all. Uh, 15 targets, 11 receptions, 150 yards, and two touchdowns for C.D. Lamb. He went absolutely bonkers. And again, I just go back to the fact that Dak Prescott with Eric Stokes on the sideline, um, no Rashawn Gary for the the Packers. He did not look good. 265 passing, three touchdowns, fine, but also two interceptions, a 78 passer rating. I keep waiting for Dak Prescott to look like the Dak Prescott that we remembered, and I just don't know if we've seen it.
1: Yeah, um, I kind of
2: disagree. Watching that game
1: a lot. I mean, the two turnovers were problematic, and like you know, they don't have they have those two interceptions. Like they might run away with this game. I think he looks fine. Um, I just think this offense is still a little bit limited um Looks good in the run game with Tony Pollard, uh, yep. but yeah, the two picks, it's like you know, Greg Olson watching that game was kind of like, oh, those those might be on Ceedee Lamb, like he needs to he needs to cross that guy's face, not take it down. It was like, what if he's just run a post route? And like Dak took the blame on the sideline, maybe like that was I don't know, just who knows what the like maybe those were Dak's fault, maybe they might have been a little bit Ceedee Lamb's fault, but you know, this to me, talk about a statement game, you know, Ceedee Lamb's one of these guys, it's like. Some fantasy bros are like, yeah, he's been good, but like he hasn't had a hundred yard game yet. He hasn't had like a big eruption game. It's like, well, duh, he's been playing with Cooper Rush, okay? Like, <laughs> of course. And like, if you date the stats back to uh-huh. last year, which some people do, it's like, yeah, he's playing with the playing with Amari Cooper, like playing with Dak Prescott when he had a calf injury. It's like, it's almost as if the box score doesn't total. Like I said earlier, doesn't totally encapsulate how good a wide receiver is because I don't know what like. If you want to tell me like there's a reason that CD Lamb hasn't had like he's just not that good like you know whatever what what's the thing? What's the thing that he doesn't do well enough in like in his Arsenal? Like what's the weakness? He's a great route runner. I mean, my god, like mm-hmm. the route against Jair Alexander, he's he's had plenty of just incredible moments as a route runner this year. I think he's gotten so much better there. I still think he's a little bit underutilized as an open field threat. Um you know maybe the criticism would be he's not like the most physical wide receiver in the world but that's not really his game like he's not AJ Brown he's a, he's like a tall slender guy um
2: yeah i think i think that's probably where it lies right like he's more marvin harrison than he is randy moss you know what i'm saying like he's just sure. more like he's a technician and and i think as great as marvin harrison was I thought the Colts could have done really well to find themselves a physical receiver that they just never had with that Peyton Mm -hmm. Manning era team. They had a lot of finesse guys. You know what I'm saying? That's why New England beat them up. You know, they just literally would just mug them at the line and say, "All right, well, get off the line, get off press, see what you can do." Um, And I'm not saying CD's not great against press or whatever it is. I'm just saying that's more of the archetype of receiver that he is. He's more of the the finesse guy. You know, and I and I think some of these, and I think some of the criticism is they want him to be something that he's not, which is this big physical presence. That's just that's just not who he is.
1: Yeah, I just think he's gotten so much better too in like contested situations and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I he I just think he's a great number one receiver and like, I agree. Like he he has these moments like this one, this game against the Packers. Which I mean, it's not Ceedee Lamb's fault they lost that game, right? Um, no. it's like hey how about they have one good cornerback besides Trayvon Diggs I mean my god like they run out there they play just pure cover one yeah a ton of cover one snaps against the Green Bay Packers because they don't want to Why not? Why not line up and play man coverage against the Green Bay Packers? It's like, oh, we just let Christian Watson run by us for three touchdowns. We'll talk about Christian Watson on the (laughs) next episode after (laughs) we have some time to go back and uh, chart some routes and maybe add him to the rookie report. But it's like sure, they got filleted there on that plan, even if it was a decent plan. So it's just like sometimes you roll it out there and your players aren't good enough. And I definitely think Dallas's cornerback situation is problematic beyond Trayvon Diggs. But, you know, CeeDee Lamb has this moment. He had that moment um, where he – Definitely led them back to a big win uh, against the Giants on Monday night. Like that was an alpha level game um, after that one big drop that everybody gave a bunch of crap for. This was an alpha <laughs> level game. You know, right. he's just, I, I, he's a really good player to me, man. And I was happy to see him finally have that like big time eruption game because everybody just judges wide receivers off the box score. Um, and no surprise, uh, even if it's not the best way to do it.
2: I think he's utilized in a weird way too, right? Like I feel like in this offense, they want to slide him inside a little bit more than, then he probably should. And and like, we, of course you want to have that versatility, you know, but like to me, like, again, why can't, if we're talking about Marvin Harrison, why can't he be like a, like a Marvin Harrison type outside, you know, X wide receiver
1: 40% slot player on the season. Um, about 55.8%. So going up the last, uh, since week eight. And I do agree with you that they're a little too static with their wide receiver usage. It's like, Okay, well, Michael Gallup's back. Michael Gallup can only play the X receiver role. I'm sure right. they don't want to add too much to his plate because, um, you know, b- because they just don't want to have him doing too much right now because he's still so fresh back from his ACL tear, which people forget about. Which is why I'm sure they, you know, are sort of kind of in the market for where they, or at least they want to be in the market for Odell Beckham, right? Because they right. want to slide him as an outside receiver and keep CD Lamb in the slots. Like you need to just decide on what you want CD to be and let him let him do that but man he was just a first down machine against the against the packers like consistently moving the chain doing his little wiping the nose move that he does there um <laughs> right. over and over and over again man yeah it was it was an awesome game to see from cd lamb just a guy that i think maybe it's because he plays for the cowboys maybe it's because he was drafted really high in fantasy this year but you know, when he's out there with Dak, and like again maybe we have you know Dak hasn't played his best ball coming back from the injury i don't know i think he's been i think he's been pretty damn good i i, I wasn't I wasn't too unimpressed with what he did uh, Hmm. against the Packers. I think the defense really let them down in that one for sure. Um, Definitely some questionable coaching decisions as there always is with Micah McCarthy in big games. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right. But, but man, yeah, I, I think that when he's out there with Dak, like those two have such a great, timing and chemistry that I think it actually accentuates what CD does really well as a route runner.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, listen, Dak, when he throws to CD looks great when he throws anybody else, it doesn't look very good. And again, and I go back to the fact that the Packers were down major defensive players, major defensive players. This offense to me, the Cowboys offense should, should be good enough to I don't want to say dominate what the Packers are are doing. And by the way, the Packers, their style of defense too, is really weird. Like they, they let, they kind of let you go down the field on them, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. they don't believe in giving up big plays. It's all about like, all right, we're going to keep everything in front of us. Um, they've given up a high percentage of, of completions. Um, they're not rushing the, pa- I mean, especially not with Rashawn Gary out. They're not rushing the passer, passer very well. Clean pockets for Dak. I, I just felt like, look all the ingredients were there for for him to have a great game. And he had yet another average game. And I think he's had a lot of these average games um, throughout the season. So I I don't know. I've just been surprised because I I... look Dak to me is not Derek Carr, right? Like the expectations are different. Dak is a good player, right? Like when I see Derek Carr, I'm saying, I'm saying to myself, okay, we got a slightly above average quarterback and whatever, whatever he gives us over that, that's a bonus. Right, but I feel like Dak is on a is on another level than than Derek Carr, and you know, again, it's just expectations. You know what I mean? Like if we got this level of play from like I don't know, like John Wolford, you're like, oh Wolford, you're well, like, sure. oh this is this is great, this is amazing, wow, he looks really good. But it's like no, that's not. It's all about expectations. So when I say he's been somewhat disappointing in my eyes, it's because. I'm expecting more from Dak Prescott, you know, because I think he's a good player. That's really what it comes down to. So
0: this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.